Well, good morning, friends. I hope you guys are having a good week so far. We are at Wednesday. You guys know what that means. We're going to be talking about boundaries. I'm going to do my best today to tie in what we've been talking about this week with, you know, living, going from the law of God in that living in that place to the heart of God. And then yesterday we talked about bonding and how if you are, you know, living constantly under the law, you have failed to bond. And I broke that down yesterday in the podcast. And so I was like, Lord, how the heck am I going to tie in boundaries with this today? This is not an easy thing to do. And so one thing I have learned with all the books that I've been reading is one, one of the books was, I think it was out of how people grow, or maybe it was boundaries either way been a few books from Dr. Henry Cloud. He's a Christian psychologist. He's got some really powerful insight, you guys. I highly recommend his books if you guys um, are looking for a little bit more understanding of your own personal issues and are looking to have some perspective to get a new mindset. Um, How People Grow and Boundaries are amazing books. And so one thing he's constantly emphasizing is your ability to establish boundaries is based upon your ability to bond. And so I was like, Lord, why is that true? Okay. And, and, and how is that true? Right? Why, when he says that your ability to bond is going to be the basis for your ability to set boundaries. I'm like, what do you mean? Right? Like, what does he mean? Lord, how is that true? How is that relevant? You know? And so I started asking those questions this morning. And I got thinking about, you know, what happens when we have children? They're born and they know absolutely nothing. But what is the first thing that happens when a mother has a baby? Does the mother tell the baby what to do? Are the commands the first thing, you know, as she's establishing her, you know, loss, you know, and as they're creating that, you know, environment and structure, does that come first or is it the bonding and the connection? It's like, well, okay, it's the bonding. So, okay, I could see that. I could see where bonding is the primary prerequisite for this, right? So then I start thinking about the garden because I love to go back to the garden. I feel like there's so much truth and um, things that we can draw from in the garden. Um, I think that's, you know, it's in the beginning, God gives us a foundation of this is how things were. This is how it's supposed to be. And you guys, you can learn so much just by going back to the very beginning. And so I was like, okay, I started thinking about the garden and I was asking myself some questions, you guys. And I wrote this stuff down. So if you hear me turning the page, it's only because I want to try to guide my thoughts. And uh, usually there's just so much to say. I don't want to, I don't want to sound too random. Okay. (laughs) So I started asking myself some questions. When did God give Adam and Eve the commands? Okay. Was it not after he created them and they all bonded together, right? You know, God made Adam out of the dirt and then he formed woman out of a man, which you guys check this out. This is a completely, I'm digressing massively right here, but I have to share this with you because I was totally blown away. I was listening to Being Eve podcast yesterday um, with Casey Alexis. She is amazing. She's super encouraging you guys, but I was listening to her podcast yesterday and she was talking about, what was it? I can't even remember the name of it, 
dang it, you guys. Anyway, so Being Eve podcast, I was on that listening to it. And she was talking about how when God made Adam, he came from the dirt, right? But then when God made woman, he formed woman out of a living being, right? Adam was the living being that he had created. And that's where woman was formed. And so then I got thinking about, wait a second. What is that like really implying, right? Because when God creates something, there's like a hidden wisdom behind it. He's implying something, right? He's making a point of who he is and what his intentions are. And I always used to overlook this detail or whatever, right? Okay, God formed man out of the dirt. Okay, big deal. Okay, he formed woman out of out of man. But then I started thinking about what is that a picture of, right? So God forms Adam, picks up picks up the dirt out of his hand, right? We're crafted from God's hands. Picks him up, breathes life into that. Forms the woman. Woman comes from a living being. What is the role of a woman, right? A woman carries life. And what is the role of a man, right? He supplies the seed for the woman to have a living being. So I was just like, wow, I never I never thought about it like that. God took from a living being, took from Adam. Adam provided the seed for this woman to be born, right? From Adam, Eve was born from his seed, so to speak. And then um, Eve has the ability to carry life inside of her because that's what she's going to do. That's what women do, right? It's like I said, it's a complete digression, but I guess it made me appreciate, wow, there's so much to learn when you look at the garden and how God interacted with Adam and Eve and kind of how he did things at first and the things that he established there. I mean, there's so much wisdom in it, you guys. And so that's why I love going back to the garden. I'm trying to remember the point I was just making with that of why. Oh, so looking at the pattern, right? So looking at the pattern in the garden and how things were set. And so when God created Adam and Eve, you know, he created them and he formed this relationship with them first. You know what I mean? He created them and he bonded with them, right? Just like a mother, you know, uh, a man and a woman come together. They create children. These children are born into the world. The mother and the father and the child all bond together, right? And they have this relationship. And so, um, so when did God give commands? Was it not after he created them and they all bonded together? Adam was created out of out of love, right? Law came after to help the love and the relationship, right? God made Adam. He said, I want to make man in my image, right? God had very good motives and intentions for creating us, right? He had a plan when he decided he wanted to create mankind. Um, It was out of a motivation of, hey, I want to create man. Let's make him in our image. I want a fellowship. I want to, you know, that kind of that kind of thing. Um, not for some of the reasons why we do things sometimes. Sometimes you do things out of fear, like, well, I'm afraid if I don't do this, it's gonna happen, right? God doesn't operate from a place of lack. He operates from a place of wholeness, so he knows why he's gonna do what he's gonna do. And it's not out of fear of not having enough. He knows he's sufficient. And so he always operates out of that sufficiency and that completeness. Okay. So anyway, uh so God God creates creates Adam out of this love that he has right? Because God is love. So out of God's love, he creates man. And then, uh, but then law comes after that to help keep the love in the relationship, right? Law sets the boundaries that need to be in place, okay? That will keep us together as well as the relationship itself. So, you know, the, the laws that we have in place, you guys, the things outwardly are supposed to protect us. Let's go back again to when you have children. Children are not born all knowing. They have no experiences. So, you know, they need us to bond with them and they, then they need the safety and the parameters to, to know 
what is safe, what is not safe, right? God did that for us in the beginning. Just because Adam and Eve were grown physically, y'all, like, come on, you've seen all the pictures in the books. They've got all the mature parts. Everybody just assumes that because they have these bodies that are fully developed so they can reproduce, they they all they all of a sudden assume that they have this full-blown maturity in their minds, right? But you got to remember, they were just born, so to speak, just like a baby is born. You know, we're not born in full maturity, you know, like physically, but mentally and, emo- and mentally and emotionally, we're not. Adam and Eve, I don't believe, were grown into their mental and emotional capacities yet okay they still had to learn from god as far as how to rule and subdue the earth because he says i'm going to make man in my image but then we're supposed to learn how to rule the way god does right so then god gives us these parameters let me back up a little bit i don't want i don't want to start hold on you guys adam didn't okay so adam didn't give the laws at first right that was god adam's responsibility was to name the creation, care for it, and use God's laws in order um, to order the universe, right? So Adam didn't have any knowledge or wisdom, right? He wasn't born with that, just like we're not born with all knowledge and wisdom, okay? And so God, Adam and Eve and, and God all kind of bonded together. God set the laws for them, the, the parameters, the boundaries, because they don't have the knowledge of good and evil, okay? They don't have knowledge they're not born with that. They have to learn this as time goes on. And God is giving them little tasks to do at a time to teach them, right? Okay, Adam, here, you're going to name the animals. And you're going to, you know, I'm going to bring woman to you. And, and you know, just slowly helping him understand his role and responsibility underneath of God, right? And so God is the one who establishes the, the laws and the boundaries for us. Like, so he did that with Adam and Eve in the garden. And so anyway, as I was thinking about all this, you guys, I hope I didn't lose you too much because I started talking about one thing and then I realized I was forgetting something. So I wanted to back up a little bit and kind of explain, you know, Adam's responsibility and, uh, you know, him just kind of taking care of creation and God giving the parameters for that. And so for our safety, right? Because we don't know any better. Adam and Eve didn't know any better. But check this out. I was talking to my husband about this morning and I was like, babe, how do I... How in the heck am I going to tie this all together, right? How do I talk about boundaries and and try to relate it to the conversation we've been having this week and try to kind of like have a flow to it? And so we started talking about, he brought up something through our conversation and it was like, basically boundaries have more to do with self-control, right? Developing these laws within yourself, whereas law is more of the outside things to control, right? And so realizing that, okay, when we are first born, we don't have the ability to establish ourselves within, right? We don't have the ability to establish boundaries yet because we don't have any experiences. We don't have any nothing, right? We're blank slates. So we rely on the outside law of ourselves to govern ourselves into a point to where we can get to a place of being able to have self-control and learn from the experiences that we've had, right? Think about like even with Adam, and him, the experience he had with the serpent and all this kind of stuff, he was he was supposed he's supposed to take that experience at that point. He's already eaten from the tree, and then just learn from it. Okay, you know, if I don't follow the knowledge of God in my life, this is the outcome that happens. I end up naked somewhere, hiding, isolated from him, scared, afraid, full of shame, don't know what the heck I'm doing, don't know how I'm gonna get out of this hole, 
And, but God, you know, he called me out of that. He helped me understand how this even came about. And so I can continually do the things that God's called me to do. I'm supposed to rule and subdue the earth. I'm supposed to take care of the earth, um, you know, and have these relationships with, with other people as well as with God and have this continued fellowship and, you know, grow and develop and do the things that he's called me to do and take on the responsibilities that he's given to me, knowing that I cannot do that apart from him because I don't have the wisdom that God has, right? We're supposed to be learning from him. He has all wisdom, all knowledge all the time. So we can learn from God in that way of um, submitting ourselves to him in that way. And I'm like, gosh, where was I going with that, you guys? So yeah, basically those outside laws that we have at first help, you know, give us some boundaries until we start to get our own experiences like Adam did. Adam had his own experience with disobedience. Adam learned the consequences of that. And so now he has to kind of learn how to, you know, live how can I say this? Live with the knowledge of, yeah, okay, I transgressed against God. This is the consequence. And at the same time, um, God is going to help me think differently so I don't continue to transgress against his law. He's the only one that can redeem us from our ability not to follow the law, if that makes sense, you guys. Because we don't we don't have any knowledge or anything apart from what we know right now. We have to go outside of ourselves constantly to gain different perspective. And so we go to the source. We go to, we go to God and he he helps us, you know? And so I guess I wanted to kind of just share with you guys that really the foundation, uh, you know, it's kind of the difference between boundaries and in law. Like I said, my husband kind of brought that, brought that to my mind this morning. I was like, yeah, that's really, really good. And just realizing that, you know, children, they don't have any experiences. Okay. They're born into the world, just like Adam and Eve were, they had any experiences. So then us as children, when we come into the world, we rely on our parents outside of us. Uh, to give us the laws and the structure for our protection, to set limits for us for our protection, okay? And that's what God did for Adam and Eve. He had given them laws to for their protection, to set limits on them because they didn't have any other experience. They didn't have any experience with evil. They didn't know. Well, you guys, we have experience with evil now, right? We live in the fallen world. And so now, uh, now what do we do, right? We have to be able to really start to develop our own discernment. People can have laws. We need the law outside of yourself, but at some point as you grow and mature, we're supposed to be able to manage ourselves and govern ourselves but through the experiences that we've had, okay? Through our, developing our own self-control, using your own life experiences and the things that you've been through, right? The stress and and the, excuse me, the good and the evil and you know the, the times where you beat your head up against the wall. Okay, why was I beating my head against the wall? Why was I struggling in this area? Um, what What, what can I extract? What wisdom, Lord, can I extract from this situation so I can start to develop that within myself? You know what I mean, you guys? So I just want to share that with you. I hope it makes sense. It was kind of a different way of looking at, um, you know, why or, you know, how we develop basically why boundaries and bonding, how they kind of tie together and how we need the bonding first, the boundaries come second, but boundaries has more to do with the internal self-control versus law is more of the outside and eventually you're supposed to get to a point to where you can govern yourself because you've looked you have looked in yourself you know where you don't follow god's laws you've acknowledged that to god and confessed it and you know god has given you a different perspective to look at it like okay start looking at it this way he god gives us life we can't continue to you know look at it in a way that's causing us to feel shame and condemnation because you, you're not going to make, pro, you're not going to move forward and make progress in that state. Right. But you got to be able to at least bring the thought process that leads you to the condemnation 
in the kind of beating your head against the wall, so to speak. And you got to say, okay, Lord, this is where I'm at. This is what I'm thinking. How do I think about this differently so I can grow and mature and change and develop self-control myself? Okay. I, I have these laws. I'm breaking these laws. I don't know why I'm breaking these laws. What am I believing? What am I thinking? Help me to, you know, because how do you guys feel when you're not in line with the Lord, you know, or if you're just kind of burdened and this or that, right? There's no peace. You know, you feel anxious, you feel stressed, life sucks. Okay. But the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, goodness, faithfulness, self-control, right? So we know God wants to cultivate those things inside of ourselves, but we have to face the resistance we have inside of ourselves to why we don't want to do those things, right? Adam needed to face his own resistance, you know, and know that, okay, yeah, I see that I, where I went wrong there, Lord, but you drew me out of that. Thank you for that, God, because you knew that there was no way I was going to get out. I was just going to be stuck in those bushes over there somewhere, hiding away from you. Hadn't even said, Hey, where'd you go? And so you have to, you have to learn that about him and then allow him to take those laws that you struggle to follow and turn it into an internal, like this inner wisdom that you can have within yourself. Right. So you can develop the self-control. Like I'm tired, like I'm not following this law. It's not working out. What do I need to do Lord, to make this a part of me so I can have the life that you want to have? Because that's why parents give laws at first, right? The motive is I want you to have a good life. I want things to work out for you. These are some parameters because you don't have the wisdom, but then we're supposed to take, be able to internalize that within ourselves and understand the, the, have the understanding and the wisdom behind the law that's given. Does that make sense you guys? So we can govern ourselves have self-control, have peace, have joy, right? So anyway, my friends, I hope you have an awesome rest of the day. Thank you for tuning in to today. Tomorrow we're going to be talking about the real and the ideal, right? So I'm like, how, what are we going to, how are we going to tie this in tomorrow, Lord? What are we going to, what are we going to say about this? What are we been talking about all this week, right? Going from law to love. So um, we're going to, we're going to be talking about, you know, again, integrating God's grace and into ourselves in this way. And I think it'll tie in pretty well, honestly, when we're talking about um, our ability not to follow the law, the function of the law, like today, it's good. But then realizing that the law has to get inside of us, so to speak, we got to take this law, turn it into boundaries within ourselves. We have our own parameters, what we can, what we want to do and what we're not going to do because we look at our life, what we've been through, what's prospered to us, what hasn't prospered us, having that wisdom and that knowledge within ourselves so we can do the things that the Lord's called us to do. So Anyway, you guys, that is it. I hope you have an awesome rest of the day. I'll see you guys tomorrow. Thank you for tuning in. And I hope you guys have a great day.